all righty good evening if you're watching it from right now good evening good afternoon good morning wherever you're watching us uh glad to be on board special wednesday night edition of super kicking with steven um we got elimination chamber happening at noon on saturday so we thought it'd probably be best to give us a little more time to play with just in case and uh there's big news happening this week so me and greg decided that we need to talk that up today so greg how in the world are you do you doing sorry your chargers will not be the first <laughs> from la to win the super bowl title but um yeah so there we go yeah it's a bummer <laughs> if we can't be the first but we can be the best so i'll i'll go with uh, that um happy for a guy like uh aaron donald who's a monster and he has every award in the book except for a super bowl ring so um hats off to him always loved that guy and um it is what it is you know it's a decent super bowl you know not the high drama we've had the rest of the whole playoffs pretty much up to now but uh you know it was a decent game and even though the uh, halftime show is getting more more love than the uh, actual game itself it was still pretty good, but it'll be better next year when the Chargers win. <laughs> that tends to ha I feel like sometimes, yeah, the, the halftime show does outperform. Um, now, the only thing I kept hearing with the halftime show, Greg, and I don't know if you maybe caught this, but there was no wow factor. I personally, I'll be honest, Greg, I turned it off and just turned it back on when the game started back up. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, I think people probably had it built up higher so maybe that's why they thought you know there was no like yes you had and i it seemed like every performer was kind of out there on their own was there much collaboration between them is maybe that what you know maybe that's what people were meaning like there wasn't that you know you know there it was still good i saw a lot of good stuff for it like you said but at the same time you also saw some of the there was that missing that little bit of you know extra off maybe so i don't know because i didn't watch it <laughs> so what did you um, think greg well first i'm going to qualify it by going i am the biggest metalhead you're going to find on the planet uh yeah. that that is the house i live in mm -hmm. uh i'm not a rap fan at all uh set aside a handful a very small handful of artists and yeah. one of them performed that night with with eminem uh, as a writer i have massive respect for his ability to write brilliant lyrics um so that goes across all platforms you can write great lyrics then you know you got my respect and he's known in the rap world as the as the goat um yeah. There's nobody doing it better than he is. Um, so with all that being said, um, I watched this whole halftime show and was very impressed by their musicianship, the stage that rotated from performer to performer. Um, they had it set up as a big house, uh, doing a house party. They had little prop cars along, set up along the length of the stage. And each time somebody came on, they were in a different room. And it fit the song that they were doing. Um, 
so from the song selection to the the uh, choreography to the performance, they were really good. It was all the songs you knew from the different artists. So, you know, we're not trying to listen to something new and going, okay, what is that? Um, it was all the tried and true classics and just with great choreography and, you know, big lavish outfits. I mean, Mary J. Blige looked like a giant mirror ball, but she looked great. Um, and, uh, you know, pulling 50 Cent out of nowhere. Nobody advertised him for good reason. He's not really been relevant in any realm for a long time. But, you know, his room, uh, you know, when he came out, first he came up from the ceiling upside down and they're doing in the club his biggest hit and it's set up like a nightclub it's uh fluorescent lighting and it's neon and yeah. um very scantily clad girls and it was uh, a different type of show that you usually see from diff from the past few years of the yeah. super bowl show so uh i was impressed by it just at, from an overall artistic standpoint, uh, weaving the songs together so that they made some kind of sense. And then going back to those California themed songs, so the yeah. crowd gets into it, was mm -hmm. very um, entertaining and well thought out. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a, a great show. I've seen probably half the guys that were, that were there. I saw... Um, Snoop Dogg in person, not on purpose, but because he went on tour with Lincoln Park and Corn on one of those festival oh, yeah. shows. Yep. And I'm looking at the lineup halfway through the halfway through the day, and I see Snoop Dogg. I'm like, the Snoop Dogg? It's like, what's he doing here? Like everything else is a bunch of rock and alternative rock, bands. Yeah. It's like one of these yeah, things. Yeah, that was early. Like the other. 2000 ish, like 2001 or 2000, right? Or 99? yeah, it was. It was, and uh, that was the first time I saw him live, and uh, he impressed me. So he's always been, you know, thumbs up for me, and um, yeah. like I said, massive love for Eminem. So overall, it was really great show um, from the top down, from artistically to the set to the performances themselves. So, uh, but it's getting a lot of a lot. Of the hate from the the new age the millennials on up um but you know just let them live and be next year you know you'll get something this year back but um so i have nothing but love for it, even though i'm not even a rap and rb fan yeah yep well there we go that's our um uh, our sports talk of the day <laughs> because we got to get into these stories greg it just let's just get it going right there this is the first old news that i came across so uh there are overtures being sent to stone cold to wrestle <laughs> i use that term loosely because you wonder how much he'll go at mania and obviously it's probably going to be against kevin owens because you've had kevin owens stating a lot about you know hating texas doesn't want to uh -huh. go there blah 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 um so I'll start first because this is, you know, I mean, I got him tattooed on my arm. Like, well, you came in <laughs> uh, wherever it is. I got him tatted up. Uh, he doesn't need to wrestle. I mean, that's, you know, there's just no doubt about it. 
I think if he does the same thing he did last time he was in Dallas and he does like, you know, maybe maybe Owens is disparaging it and he just stone cold stuns him, moves on, that's what I need. You know, I think that's fine. Um, I just don't think we need a match because let's, you know, we're not going to get a wrestling classic out of it. You know, we're not going to, you know, how much and how much can Stone Cold bump? You know, that that neck is not, you know, the best neck ever. So, and I think both of them would want it, want to do the most they can. You know, it's like if Foley wanted to come back. If Mick Foley, I'm sure he would want to do as much as he could. I don't yeah. think Stone Cold wants to just kind of, you know, roll out there and put on a match just to do it. You know, kind of like The Rock did. Uh, was that? I think that was in Dallas too, when The Rock beat uh, Rowan in like 26 seconds. Um, was that our? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was 30. Yeah, I think that was 30, 34, whatever it was. And, um, but I think if you know, maybe if Owens is kind of promo in the middle of the ring, Stone Cold comes out there. You know, maybe Owens tries to play it up. They try to shake, and then you get the stunner. You know, Owens has the beer, spits out the beer. That's fine. I, I, you know, I still feel like Owens would get some rub from that. <laughs> Not much, but you know, um, what's really funny is somebody said we need Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and John Cena, and I was like, "What are you smoking? Like, you must have been like Snoop Dogg before the halftime show because we do not need Stone Cold and John Cena at this rate in their career. Like, there's no rhyme reason." Maybe 10 years ago, you could pull that out and make it work. You know, now there's no way. So, um, like I said, I think a, you know, a, an in-ring segment, that's not really a mm-hmm. match, but just Stone Cold laying out there, standing up for Texas. I, I guess that's all, you know. I don't know. You know, like I said, would, would it give any rub to Owens? Probably not, but he'd get stunned by, you know, by Stone Cold and, but then again, hopefully you have more for Kevin Owens to do. You know, like I said, him and Seth maybe getting the tag team titles. Um, you know, maybe him and Austin Theory in a triple thread for the U.S. title. Maybe with Damian Priest. Uh, I feel like there's better options, though, than an actual match with Stone Cold. So have you seen this same kind of stuff come up, Craig? And any thoughts on Stone Cold trying to, you know, get the neck all limbered up for a match at WrestleMania? Yeah, I've been hearing low murmurs about it. Uh, I saw a article a few hours ago that Stone Cold built a ring at his house. Mm. And that could be, you know, just kind of a red herring just to get people thinking about it or buzzing about it. And I'm with you in the sense that it would make sense to do a little segment and just have KO do a extended edition of the same promo that he cut on Monday uh, mm-hmm. where I hate Texas for A, B, C, D, and E, and he just goes a little bit longer with it, so that gives time for Austin to come out, and they do a little meme mugging, and then eventually Kevin gets dropped with a with a stunner. Um, or And maybe they have, you know, some little back and forth first and get a good five and a half minutes out of it, but that's all we need to see. We don't need to see Stone Cold wrestle for any reason. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know WrestleMania, it's Dallas, 
And, you know, if there was any time that Stone Cold was going to come out, you know, this would be the, the spot. So yeah. it makes 100% sense um, if he's not going to be the host, which is a possibility, maybe. Yeah. And that would be even more reason for KO to come out because while Stone Cold's in the ring doing his hosting bit, you know, KO comes out and we they have the confrontation. So mm-hmm. uh, that could be an angle. But uh, there's no reason for a full-blown match. Um, you know, cut a couple promos and be done with it. Get cheap pop from the crowd. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. Like you said, you do hope KO is doing something bigger than just that at WrestleMania. But if that's the way they're leaning, then there is going to be no something else because yeah. he's not going to do that and then have a match later in the night. No, of course not. Yeah. Or if he loses the match, maybe he still talks about Texas. And Stone Cold comes out there and, you know, lays them out. I mean, I guess you could go that route. Maybe it's after the match. And Owen can say, you know, well, I've never liked Dallas anyway. There's nobody good right. here. Or something, you know, our KO show. I mean, we could get a small KO segment out of it. You know, we we got two nights. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, if you're going to do the match, like, I feel like you'd put it on night two just because that's Stone Cold coming back for that one match. But. I mean, we saw with Shawn Michaels and uh, <laughs> that, you know, what happened there. So um, that's all we got to talk about yeah. there. So, but Greg, we got, <laughs> this is, this is still kind of blowing people's mind. So Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes, no longer with AW. I mean, completely out. Some people, of course, Greg are still saying, oh, it's a work. It's a work. I mean, the fact that Tony Khan's coming out. I mean, Brody Lee's um, widow is coming out. You have all the thank yous. I mean, this would be the biggest work ever if everybody was in on it that deep. But I think it's legit. This is, you know, and then the thing becomes, where does he go? You know, do you all, I hate saying crawl back to WWE, but in a way it kind of is. So I'll let you give some thoughts first. And then I'll um, we'll kind of maybe go back and forth because I feel like some like some people said, Greg, this could have a ripple effect. You know, this is one of your mm-hmm. obviously former EVPs, former um, CFO, whatever she was. I mean that you know, and we've always wondered, Greg, like their characters just we never could get a feel for it. There had to be some sort of disagreement, or there had to be you know not maybe just but going back and forth about character because like we said. Brandy Rhodes was always in some different direction every other week, you know, one, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you think about her start of her career and Cody Rhodes, some of these promos he's cutting are just like, where are you going with this? So there had to be some sort of, you know, disagreement or, you know, they're just going to do their route, but uh, have at it, Greg. What did you think when you first saw this news? I'm a bit surprised because, like you said, he is an EVP and, you know, a shot caller in, in the company. And some of those those promos he's been cutting lately has been very meta and very, you know, where is he going with this, like you were saying. And you just figure he'd be locked in, you know, forever is too big a word. But, you know, definitely but more than three years. <laughs> exactly. Um so the fact that, you know, he's 
he's gone now. I mean, they he didn't mention on in a promo a few weeks ago that he's still not under contract. Um, and now he's, you know, out of work technically. So it was, it's a surprise because, you know, now you go, okay, what's he do next? This man isn't shy to bring in a guy he released, um, you know, after he's left and built the name for himself and come back. Uh, You know, I'd be more enthused about it if Triple H wasn't in such bad health. And I hope he's better and, you know, television ready because it would be great to have Cody come back and Hunter come out and they have a a promo in the middle of the ring, you know, you know, like uh, Punk and and Eddie Kingston had, because Mm -hmm. when Cody, when AEW debuted, Cody mocked Triple H in every way he could think of. And that would be, the most venom spewed back and forth if they let it go that way and just break down the fourth wall and let them go at each other. It would be the greatest thing on TV. Um, but we don't know how Triple H is doing. And there's a ready-made storyline ready to go right there. Um, so that's a reason I'm a little down on it. But, you know, if he comes back, you know, where does he go from there? Um, you know, he's definitely made a bigger, bigger name for himself after leaving. But is Vince going to let him expound on that and use it for what it is? You know, use his new star power. So I'm not so sure about that. Um, so options are, are you going to help reform ROH now? You've already brought one company up from nothing, and now they're here. Uh, why not new ROH? He's in the same spot. You know, they've are going to be bringing or relaunching in April and you have molds of clay and a foundation, a name, but you don't have wrestlers. You don't have, uh, you know, TV, you got to build everything from the ground up again. So you've done it once. Why not do it again? You can go to Japan, have that freedom that he has in AEW. So there's a lot of, options for him because I'm sure he's much more of a hot commodity now than when WWE released him. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see where he goes next. I mean, and I was wondering, you know, there's a couple thoughts I had. Um, he kind of did the indie run beforehand, but could he go back and be like Matt Cardona and just kind of do whatever you want? <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to sign to WWE now, the only thing I think I take a little pause on that, you have the he has the family, you know he has Brandy, he has the um, the new baby. I think she's you know she's still a year maybe. So it's like, do you mm-hmm. want that steady income, and you know that guarantee? Well, not guaranteed contract because anymore they're not. But you know, and then I also my other thought was maybe, what if him and Triple H could run at NXT together? I mean, if he still wants some power you know, some CEO type position. I mean, Mm -hmm. that might be better than Vince and Bruce Pritchard running it down there or whoever, you know, uh, Nick Khan or whoever, you know, Vince. I mean, I'm sure there might be, there might be some, um, some bridges to kind of repair there just with the back and forth. Cause let's face it, Greg, 
Brandy and Cody want to be Triple H and Stephanie. I mean, that's <laughs> there's no yeah. doubt about it. I mean, but CEO name, you know, you have Stephanie McMahon CFO, you have Vince, or you know, Brandy and Stephanie kind of on the same level, and then you have Triple H and Cody on the same level, you know, in some capacity of upper management. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like they are following the same route. I think they wanted to show that they could do it. Now, do you think this speaks deeper to things going on in AW that you can't keep one of your EVPs around? I mean, one of your high star players. I mean, is there maybe more than meets the eye there? I know you've been gun ho, Greg, that AEW is going to get the ratings war, but is there maybe some deeper issues there might, that might start to fracture? Because obviously it feels like Cody is no longer as close. Maybe we just don't know it, but with the Young Bucks, our Hangman added page or Kenny Omega, who are all where they were EVPs at one point. I don't, it feels like you don't hear that as much now. You know what I'm mean? like? I think the Young Bucks still have some power, but I'm curious if, you know, Kenny Omega or Adam Page have some more, but, you know, it is there maybe some little splintering that could be a bigger crack in the foundation? Um, I don't see it in that way due to the fact that Cody's is the most successful of the EVPs in the sense that Hollywood has really gone after him since he came yeah. over. And yeah. he's, he's the biggest face or the most, um, the one who's put over most when it comes to the go big show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's the first name they mentioned is his face. just all yeah. over the modes. Um, so you, you've had that running for two, two year two seasons, two seasons, uh, yeah. maybe not two years, but two seasons. Um, yeah. And he's just had his own reality show. You know, nobody's offering the Bucks a reality show. Nobody's offering Kenny Omega a reality show. Um, Hollywood is really gunning for him, and Cody seems to be soaking it up and running with it. And, mm -hmm. you know, they've used that in some of the angles with Cody, and maybe it's hitting a little too close to home. Um, and maybe it could be a galvanizing uh, effect on the rest of the EVPs. You know, okay. Cody's yeah. gone Hollywood. So let him do his thing and we're going to stay here and do our thing. Mm -hmm. And true. who's to say if those, if Hollywood came after Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or um, somebody else uh, that's uh, EVP, that maybe the story would be different. But um, I think Co Cody's removed himself from the inner circle to, mm -hmm. to steal uh, another term from there from AEW. <laughs> um, and he's just taking advantage of the Hollywood route and in essence kind of weeded himself out of aw i was gonna say um, he probably he does, stretched, stretched himself too thin i feel like. yeah yeah and you mentioned the family you know it's a lot safer money sitting on a a host panel and judging crazy uh stuff you know yeah. stuntmen Whatever. than taking bumps in the ring so yeah, yeah. i'm betting he wish he'd decided to go this route a few weeks ago before he went through a flaming table. Um, mm -hmm. But I think this is more Cody's doing than a fracture among the EVPs. That's in that. That's probably more what it is. Almost he, like you said, he's, you know, they, they always want to say nobody's bigger than the company, but it's almost like he was a little bit, 
you know, you know, in a roundabout way, you know, maybe not, you know, the best way, but um, yeah. So it, I feel like it's got to be WWE though. I don't, like I said, I, or maybe the my, my Cardona route right now, just kind of doing your thing, and then you know, asking Vince, <laughs> hey, what do you got for me? You know, like maybe in a couple, you know, maybe in a couple mm-hmm. months, but. The writing is there that it feels like he'll go back to WWE. It'll be interesting to see how he's presented, though. You know, does Vince hold something? Exactly. I mean, and could Triple H be that middleman that might have to, you know, be the buffer to like, you know, even though Triple H is, I mean, Triple H took some brunt of that too. So it's like, you know, who's going to be that middleman to try to, you know, calm this, you know, maybe be like, okay, we understand you did what you had to do. We're not going to hold it against you because you know, you 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 did it. I mean, you made it happen. So, because right now I don't know who that you know who that mediator. You know, like I hate to say it, if you still have Dusty Rhodes, you could still probably use Dusty as a middleman, you know, mm-hmm. type deal. But um, I'm I'm sure Triple H probably took a little more offense just because everything was so on the nose. You know, the breaking of the right. throne, and like mm-hmm. I said, I mean, he's essentially becoming like a Triple H. <laughs> in in training uh just with the way that they were positioned so uh but this is you know like i said it's pretty big news because you know this is you know a higher up you know we keep saying wwe starts at AEW, and we keep saying oh you know and then we've also caught him the other way well maybe AEW started at wwe maybe you know this feels like oh this might you know this is a pretty big name and Brandy is probably the other interesting name because she obviously wants to wrestle, but I just, who does she want to be in the ring? You know, who, what character does she want to create? And like a lot of people said, Greg, now we had to sit through all those damn, um, <laughs> Dan Lambert segments for nothing. I mean, yeah. was, you know, we were all gun ho. I was like, well, her page fans at okay at least it's leading to something now it's like well that was for nothing so what do you right. think about brandy though do you think brandy will get a shot to wrestle in wwe either nxt or the main roster yeah i, I had the same thought you did that you know now the whole american top team dan lambert uh page van zant angle is is screwed and um you know, you're gonna have to find another way to bring Paige in. Um, so, happy timing on her part. But looking at her, you know, I can see her in the women's division on NXT as a surprise challenger for Mandy Rose. Um, she wants to be a heel anyway. She could end up taking Mandy Rose's uh, spot as the top heel because. She's made no bones about it that she wants to be the heel, even on the uh, reality show. She was telling Cody she wants to be the bad girl. And, um, you know, any, even in her promos, like the last one she just did, or I think it was the one before, which came out in Chicago and goes, hello, Cleveland. Um, and she wants to be the bad girl. So I could see her yeah. in NXT. Um you know, even though she's a veteran presence, very few of her have seen her wrestle unless we were watching TNA, uh, you know, back in the day. So as long as she's, you know, healthy enough to go, I mean, like I said, that she's a year removed from 
pregnancy, mm-hmm. you know, I could see her getting some uh, time to actual wrestle. And it'd be better if they just br- use her and Cody as a package and, you know, branch into that. I think it's, uh, you know, Cody was very adamant about not turning heel in AEW. I think he ends up being like the mega heel in WWE when they bring him back, just to kind of stick it to the AEW fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, same way he stuck it to WWE when he uh, came over to AEW. You wonder what kind of response he'll get to. I mean, I guess we'll wait and see. Um, you know, it, I guess it depends on how he's presented and all that, but I will be curious how people will treat him, you know, upon his, re- if, you know, it, I mean, I keep saying if the return, I mean, it's probably written in stone, <laughs> written in something, written <laughs> in clay, clay to dry. But uh, yeah, what kind of response do you think he could get? Uh, like, yeah, it does. It's going to depend on how that first promo goes. But I think when he comes out, he's going to get lustily booed the same way he did in AEW. Uh, because whether WWE admits it or not, same people who are watching them are watching AEW. And, yeah. and probably more people because the ratings are pretty much identical. Um, so I think he's still going to get booed and it's just a matter of does he lean into it and finally just go with it or is he going to you know, still try to be Captain America and you know, fight against it? So uh, again, that, that first promo is going to be everything and see if he's just going to accept it, go with it and use that to make him even bigger or um, you know, they're going to angle them, different character, different look and everything. And yeah, it, yeah, that's, it's, that's probably like the most. Maybe could get that hero, like that return pop. And then, like you said, depends on which way he goes with it. I mean, I know the last yeah. thing they want to hear is AW chanted. <laughs> and that's the thing, True. too. You feel like <laughs> but I, I, you know, there's probably going to be those few smattering of fans trying to get it going um but you know i i do wonder what you know what he'll get so um but i, I mean i feel like it, it's just gonna be an interesting time to watch because at this rate he could show up at any point <laughs> he's you know he's free and clear no 90 days no 30 days not you know this is he's without he's just he's he's in the he's a contracted you know he's not contracted anywhere so uh, i guess we'll just kind of wait and see and uh you feel like they'd want to try to get before Mania, though, you know, and you know, get him a storyline into there, because that would probably be a big selling point for him, uh, you know, and kind of let that play out. So, um, all right, well, let's do a quick kind of commercial break before we jump into our reason for the show, which is all about Elimination Chamber happening this Saturday live at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, whatever time that means for your different, just you know. Um, time zones but uh live from saudi arabia rita ria sorry and um you know we'll get our predictions going for that
All right, so let's just kind of kick it off right here. I, I'm surprised this is not a kickoff match, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think this is going to hit the main card. Um, Rey Mysterio versus The Miz kind of just started taking off here in the last few weeks with Dominic Mysterio and The Miz, and now it's you know kind of transferred over to Rey. I'm afraid, Greg, this is probably going to be a WrestleMania program. So my official prediction is going to be The Miz here. I feel like Ray would be the bigger winner at Mania just because it's WrestleMania. But um, I just don't know what else the Miz is going to do right now. I mean, here's the here's the, I mean here's the other thing. I guess you could do, you know, if you had Cody and Brandy back, could they go against the Miz and Maurice before Mania? You know, at Mania and kind of get that hero's welcome. You know, let the Miz play him up and all that. Um, you know, because I feel like the Miz could cut some good promos against Cody. And give some firepower to maybe have Cody be a face just for the time being, you know, get that hero's welcome at Mania. But I'm also afraid we're probably getting, you know, Ray Mysterio and The Miz again at WrestleMania. Maybe you do the mask type match, and then that way that gives it some stipulation. But I'm going to The Miz to pick up the win here, Greg. How about yourself? Uh, I like the uh, the angle for as far as. Uh, getting Cody over as the baby face and, and doing the heave him and Brandy and Vince, uh, Ms. Maurice and just letting, uh, Ms. MJF as much as he wants. Yeah. So he can use all the, uh, material Cody's given him over the last couple of years and use that and just, you know, hit as far below the belt as he wants to, which is, far more than the WWE usually allows uh, guys to go outside the box in their promos. So I would totally be on for that. They let him do something like that. Um, as far as this goes, uh, I'm hoping that this angle ends here because, you know, you can still pivot Miz into something else. Uh, you know, he's done great work with, you know, Edge and, um, the people who's been paired off with. And this is just a nice little placeholder, I think, until, you know, he gets his final final assignment for Mania. So he's done a good job putting over Dominic and, you know, giving Ray screen time, good legend versus legend kind of showdown for Saudi Arabia. But sure. I'm going to go ahead and put my lot in with Ray Mysterio getting the win. And then, you know, pivoting Miz into something else after this match is over. I'd be fine with that, too. Because, <laughs> like I said, this is just kind of a, just a weird type of feud. Like you said, just a weird random timing, too. But uh, next up, how about this one? Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Greg, have at it. Yikes. I mean... If if you're gonna do this, this is the best place to do it. You know, do it in Saudi Arabia, get it out of there, and again, put Drew on you know his WrestleMania course. This is I don't know why it's not Corbin. Maybe he has an injury or something like that, and that's why Madcap is getting all the uh, Drew time because you figure that the payoff's gonna end up being him and and Corbin. So I'm just scared. You know, you. <laughs> Yeah, hope I mean, not. For for Drew's sake, I hope there's something bigger and better for him. Uh, but yeah. you know, <laughs> we like weapons matches, but 
it's uh, you know balls got anywhere you know it's not really going to happen outside the ring given the crowd that you're uh, that's in attendance so it, it kind of loses some of its luster as opposed to if it was being fought in st louis or someplace in yeah. the states you might so, go in the crowd and duke it out a little like I'll be curious if they would go into the crowd in Saudi Arabia or they just go up the ramp, maybe around there, but uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but I got Drew for this one too. So I can see some interference really doesn't matter because it's falling out anywhere. It's yeah. not going to be a disqualification. So I think Drew all the way. This is all Drew. All right. Next match. <laughs> That's all. I, I'm just so scared, Greg. <laughs> I had to click it quick because I'm so afraid they're giving us Corbin and Drew at Mania. Ugh. And I feel, and like I said, because I keep waiting for Drew to have that Mania moment, like with the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, right. he had, he beat Brock, but he bring him in the performance center. I mean, you know, that's like, like that's not, you know, gets his Royal Rumble win at the performance center, you know, gets Brock at the performance center, just doesn't get it. So um, I think this one should be pretty good, though. Um, I kind of just wonder where the Viking Raiders are at, though. Are they on the tail? End? You know, I feel like they're like, where's their contract at? Because I feel like they've been around for a while. I thought maybe Sarah Logan would still be around, but it looks like the, the Rumble was maybe just a one off. You know, maybe if they re sign, maybe she could sign up, you know, kind of stick with them. But um, mm-hmm. this is all the Usos for me, Greg. I, I just don't see any way the Viking Raiders. I think it'll be a good match, you know, good 10 to 15 minute. You know, barn burner, hider, you know, hard hitting. You let Rowan do, or you let um, Ivar hit a couple moves. You know, Eric hits his moves. But this is all the Usos to, you know, retain the championships. Uh, what's your official prediction for this match? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Usos all the way, just because they they really haven't done anything to make the uh, the Viking Raiders look strong and look yeah. like they're worthy of. Uh, you know, match or beating the Usos. I mean, they've got a couple wins lately, but you know, they've been done dirty for so long that is mm-hmm. you can't even see it happening at this point. You know, they their best thing would be to leave the company and rebuild their image. Yeah, and that's what that's what you wonder, like if Sarah would just kind of do her thing with them, because at this rate, I mean, like I said, my other idea was Sarah Logan and Liv. For tag team titles because i feel like that'd be awesome for them to finally have that piece but it doesn't look like that's going to happen either uh next up speaking of the women we got this which i think is really going to be a nice you know barn burner of a elimination chamber match or is this in the chamber i'm pretty sure it's in the chamber right yeah yeah all right so the winner this will get chamber. an opportunity yeah get an opportunity at the raw women's title at wrestlemania so, Greg, we do have Alexa Bliss being that sixth participant. She's going to be my wild card for this. I wonder how she's going to be presented. What is she going to kind of do in the match? I feel like she'll get pinned by Nikki just because they've had some history there. Um, but you also could have Nikki and Rhea maybe just eliminate each other. But I kind of wonder if Alexa will get some shine in this just to kind of rebuild her. You know, we kept saying, oh, she's probably going to be back at um brawl but i you know i even threw out the idea you know she could just be that sixth participant because you don't have bailey ready 
Oscar is doing Oscar's whatever, <laughs> whatever Oscar's doing, Greg. Um, you know, we thought it's a shirt on Rocky today. There you go. I would have loved to pull the trigger on a NXT woman, but obviously they didn't feel that need. I mean, especially since EO is ready. I mean, EO's beyond ready. She's like, oh yeah, out of the out of the oven and cooled off, ready to eat. Like, just get her in the ring. Um, so it only made sense to throw Alexa in there. Um, but what is your official prediction, Greg? I'm going to go in Alexa Bliss. Okay. And I didn't like the the way that her last therapy session ended because it seems counterintuitive. I mean, the whole idea of the therapy session was to break away from, uh, you know, the hate and the Lily uh, stuff. And uh, and then, you know, you're cured. Here's Lily. I mean, what? I mean, that's... And of course, that could play up into what she does at the chamber. You know, does she fall apart or does she somehow become a more Lily-like character? So I'm kind of into yeah. it. <laughs> Me too, but it, I would like it better if this was the match to see who was going to face Charlotte instead of who was going to face Becky because Charlotte's the one who ripped up Lily. Yeah, and it would come full circle that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at it in the sense that Becky Lynch has gone through everybody else in the chamber except for Alexa. You know, she's had multiple matches with Bianca. Um, she only had one with Dewdrop. Um, and, you know, live multiple matches. So there's nothing new except for Alexa. So um, Alexa's the, like I said, the wild card. So, um, she makes the most sense at this point so as long as she's not fiend alexa and just you know some variant of you know what she was and yeah. old alexa I'm, I'm good with that uh even if she's carrying the doll around uh, but i hope they at least let go of the whole supernatural gimmick and let her be more uh you know quirky but let her real in-ring talent shine out and see, I'm going all Bianca. I, because I'm trying. Wait, did we get the one-on-one with Bianca and Becky though? Yeah, we got the SummerSlam, and we got the wasn't triple threat with her and Liv against Becky. But I don't think we've got the official one-on-one yet with Becky and Bianca. I, I seem to think there was a a match on Raw, and there, I think okay. Becky cheated to win. But okay. she still won. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like Bianca's the best bet. I feel like Nikki and Rhea kind of cancel each other out. Like you said, I don't Dewdrop is still a, like I felt like they gave Dewdrop the shine at Royal Rumble. I mean, Alexa could be the dark horse though. Because Alexa and Becky, have we seen them go at it? I don't think, think not that I can think of. Yeah. Okay. So that could be a kind of a fresh matchup. You know, I, it would be interesting to see which side of the crowd, which side crowd, the crowd would favor, you know, how's Alexa, you know, obviously they like to boo, um, you know, or if, if Lita somehow pulls the upset, that really throws things up in the air, but 
I don't think sure. that's going to happen, you know, um, which I believe, oh, no, we'll do this one first. Uh, so, yeah, my official prediction is Bianca. I feel like Bianca and Becky makes the most sense. Uh, this one, Greg, all Ronda, Naomi. I, I just think you have a double pin. You have double submission. I mean, it. the person to watch, though, I think is Ronda. I really want to see how she's moving. Is she into it? Um, you know, is mm-hmm. she in it, like, mentally and physically? Physically, I feel like she's looked good, you know, doing some small things. She did the she did the hip toss, you know, arm bar. Um, but this is, you know, this I feel like it'll probably be less than 10 minutes though, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, we're headed for Ronda and, and Charlotte. And I mean, I think we need Naomi and Sonia at WrestleMania as well. So um, but I do think this is all Naomi and Rhonda, you know, like I said, maybe double double pin or some sort of gimmicky finish to it. So uh, what about yourself, Greg? Yep, I agree. Uh, Rhonda and Naomi uh, by a mile. And, you know, nobody's bigger bigger Rhonda fan than me, but yeah. she's definitely looked off or not into it since she came back. I mean, like she's, you know, still a little lost to figuring out, you know, what she's doing. Yeah. So hopefully this dials her in and she's, you know, ready to go from here on out. But, you know, you can, I don't know if this is the payoff for Sonya and Naomi yet, mm-hmm. but it's a good, you know, catapult to a big match hit at WrestleMania for uh, Sonya and Naomi. And just because it's a tag team match, you can further that storyline, especially if you take Sonya out of power as an executive behind the scenes if you have that stipulation yeah um i feel like if you and if now maybe if you have naomi just pin sonia straight up i might just end it there (laughs) i mean and just you know the next week they say she's out of power you know she's abused it you know now but i feel like you'd still probably want to do the one-on-one let naomi have all that glory kind of get back but it'll be a you know like you said i do think though i wonder about ronda though greg like you said, and if she's not in it, that WrestleMania match might not, <laughs> that could be a train wreck. And that's the last thing you want, because mm-hmm. I feel like it could be an event. You know, we don't want, you know, so she better mentally be ready, you know. And I don't think she would have came back if she wasn't ready. But at the same time, you don't necessarily know if you're ready to come back, I guess, until you do it. So hopefully, yeah. like you said, um, definitely promo-wise, she hasn't looked anywhere near ready. Um, so hopefully in the ring, you know, you can make that work better. So, yeah, they had insane heat from, uh, you know, a couple of years ago when it was her and uh, Charlotte and Becky and yes. every week was just intensity boiling off the yes. screen and you were, you could warm marshmallows in it and they would had just so much heat, so much passion, so much fire. And this time around, you know, you're not getting that out of Rhonda and you're not, you know, feeling it when she and Charlotte are in the same ring at the same time. So and they need to scary. dial that back up. Yeah. Yeah. They need, you know, they'll have to find some way to get that, you know, get that back, you know, Charlotte just digging deeper into her or, you know, I mean, she's already playing up the baby role. So, and, you know, like I said, Rhonda could be spread thin too, you know, being up, like, I think that showed her like breastfeeding in the trailer, like getting her makeup done. I mean, that's, you know, 
that's a lot to think of, you know, taking care of your baby, thinking of your match, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. you know, getting makeup done. I mean, that's, you know, I'm no woman, Greg, but I feel like I can hardly multitask sometimes. So <laughs> I can't imagine having a baby attached to me, getting makeup done, you know, thinking about and, you know, being in a trailer, you know, not a, you're not at home. You're, you know, you're on the road mm-hmm. again. So, um, but this is the match, though. I think this one, Greg, could kind of, you know, steal the show a little bit. I feel like Lita, Lita has definitely shown she wants to finish out a run strong. And even if she loses this match, I still like to find her something to do at WrestleMania. You know what? Like, I feel like there's still, I don't know what, that's only downfall. Like, <laughs> you know, do you throw Becky and her, maybe, maybe Sasha and Lita? You know, that seems like a, just a match you could kind of somehow finagle, but I'm thinking I'm predicting Becky to win because I think Becky makes the most sense. But if Lita won, I'd probably be like, okay, you know, that's you know, <laughs> that's fine. But um, I definitely want to see how these two kind of mesh, um, and you know, you know, kind of see what they got together because I think they could really put it, you know, put together a good ten to thirteen minute match. And you know, make it mean something. So, uh, what's your prediction, Greg, for this match? Uh, I'm with you. I I think uh, Becky's still going to win, but this could definitely steal the show. Um, I, I believe wholeheartedly they can have a five star match, uh, mm-hmm. given enough time. It's not just going to be five six minutes and they're out of there. Um, yeah. You know, Lita's showing she can still go. She's still still got it. And, you know, I would be loving it if they put together like a 20 minute classic because they're capable of it. Both of them. Yeah. Um, the the storyline has been great. Uh, Becky last week was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the look haven't slept in a week um, business. And it just lends to, you know, these two could have a sensational match. So yeah. I think. Uh, you know, Becky still wins, but Lita, you know, still looks like a million bucks, you know, in defeat. And she can always, you know, just take up the mic and go, you know, I'm issuing, issuing an open challenge for WrestleMania. Who wants it? Yeah. So, you know, she's she's got that status. You know, she's a Hall of Famer. She's a legend. And, you know, if she wants to have a match and have a run, then, you know, I'm starting over. I'm starting my championship run. Let's go get it. So. That's where I, kind of where I see it going. All righty, but take Bailey and Sasha against Trish and Lita. I'm just, I, you know, that could be a good WrestleMania style match because that's the old and the, you know, old and the, the young and the old kind of going at it and the besties. So um, right. that'd be a really fun match too for me to see. So uh, next up, <laughs> it's all Roman. Oh. It's all Roman, Greg. That's all we got to say, yep. right? Roman next. <laughs> All right. And let's get into this. Is the, this is going to be, I think this is really going to be interesting to see how guys are positioned, how much time will Austin Fury get, you know, how much time will Riddle get? Cause this is probably the, this is going to be the biggest match we've seen Riddle in, in a while. You know, he yeah. had what um, he had a match with Bobby Lashley for the title, I think, or non-title, um, which was pretty good. I thought he had one with Drew too, but, but Austin Theory, you know, if we're yeah. going to say my X factor, he's not going to win, obviously. But I do want to see how much 
Austin Theory gets in the match? And how, you know, does he maybe get a win over AJ Styles or something like that? Get one pin, you know, and eliminate AJ Styles or eliminate Riddle or eliminate Seth. Mm. I mean, those are probably, you know, but obviously, Greg, it's coming down to Lashley and Lesnar. Yeah. And my official prediction is Brock. I just think there's too much money out there to say title versus title. And whether they play it off like, oh, we're not combining, you know, however they play it off, that's <laughs> that's after WrestleMania. But leading up to it, I think you got to play that up. Brock versus Roman with both of them having a title. I don't think you could do any bigger than that. You know, I think you can, you can give me Brock and Roman for one title, but if you have both of them there, Greg, that's what, you know, that's night two, main event, you know, giving it all the time it needs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm going to call Lesnar. Uh, and the, the other route is Lashley probably retaining. And then, you know, whatever, but I don't, don't know who's going to, I don't know what route you go for Le- for Lashley. Even after, even if Lashley loses, I kind of have a hard time finding where he's going to fit. You know, obviously he'll be on Mania, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. Um, you know, title or not. I mean, honestly, at this rate. So, uh, who was your call, Greg? And give me some thoughts of your own on this. You know, pretty stacked elimination chamber. Yeah, it's super stacked. Um, I love this match and the people they put in it, you know, kudos to them. Cause you know, these are the guys, these are the guys you want in there. Um, love what Austin theory has been doing. Uh, like I said, last week, he's one of the guys who's come out of NXT and thrived instead of everybody else who comes out of NXT, uh, getting destroyed by creative mm-hmm. and, um, just gimmick changes that are unnecessary and so on and so forth. Um, he's really shined and been better on the main roster than he was in NXT. Uh, love him, but he's one of those guys that, you know, I can put in the no chance of winning category. Um, Pun intended. Right. <laughs> um, AJ, you know, he, he would be fun. But, you know, I, I don't see him going into the uh, WrestleMania with, with the belt. So he and Austin Theory and Riddle are the three that I'm putting in that category that, you know, love the minute, but they're not going to win. And for me, it comes down to the three uh, in the center, Brock, Lashley, and Seth Rollins. Um First, because you know Seth has to win over Roman. It was disqualification, but he still won the match, um, and he looked great. And in that match with Roman, and so if Lashley retains, I think it would be he and Seth um, for in the title match. Uh, that being said, I I'm still got to take. Brock, because like I said, the whole title versus title angle. Um, yes, there's no way to do it without letting that cat out of the bag and aiming back towards a, another Brock and Roman, um, you know, big payoff. So I still got to take uh, Brock the win. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I, I will throw this out there. If AJ Styles somehow wins, then I'm all for him and Edge for the title. But that also kind of screws Lashley because I don't know what Lashley will do. <laughs> but if AJ Styles somehow, you know, pulls off the upset. And then also, Greg, here's my, I guess this is more of a question. Does Seth Rollins somehow find his way into Brock and Roman? Because it's all, it's he's always been there. And I feel like mm-hmm. maybe you just pull that trigger and just go out triple threat style. And, you know, maybe Seth has to be the fall guy. Unfortunately, if you, if you still want to maybe keep Roman and Brock away from each other, you know, I one-on-one, but, but so do you think Seth finds his way into that? Cause I feel like he is for some reason. It's interesting. Cause you recreate the heist of the century. Yeah. Only this time Seth is in the match instead of having the element of surprise on his side. It has to so, figure out how to win. Right. So I like that aspect of it that, uh, you know, you've given us this match again and it would, it would definitely be fun. It's definitely, you know, the close of night two. Yeah. So uh, I like, like it. I wouldn't hate it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't, I mean, it just kind of feels like it's headed towards that, but, but like Brock and Roman is so <laughs> like, that should be your money, you know, and I'm, I'm big on one-on-one for titles, you know, like I'm still kind of that old school, you know, unless yeah. there's ultimately three guys that you know, for sure, like every, you know, WrestleMania 30, like we knew it was Orton, but or, Orton Batista and it had to be Daniel Bryan type stuff, you know, like that. There was no way around it, but um, most times you just think it's got to be one on one. So um, yeah, here's why get... I don't like it, though. Right, is, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the reason I don't like it is because I still want two championship matches at WrestleMania, unless oh, yeah. you're going the route of unifying the belts. Yeah. There's going to be one champion across the whole Both, right. uh, Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. If you're going to do that, and you know, one man or Winner take all, there's going to be just one champion, period. Mm-hmm. Then, yes, let's do it. Otherwise, if you're not going to do that, um, there should be Raw champion, SmackDown champion, and they both get their high-profile matches at WrestleMania. Um, you know what I mean? 1,000% Team Brock. Right. Even if it's up, I mean, because still, I'm still old school in that. Whatever your money match is, that should be the main event. If it's not a title... I mean, but if it's your best storyline and your big, well, then you have to do it. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I know it sounds horrible and all that, you know, it's, but at the same time, it's WrestleMania. I think you, mm-hmm. you put all your chips into one basket, you know, and there's not many times that the title hasn't, you know, well, I guess we could say what WrestleMania 18, like the rock and Hogan, that could arguably been the main event. It probably should have been, <laughs> but uh, was that Jericho and Triple H after that, I think? And they said they just, they they felt like <laughs> all the air had been sucked out of the stadium and they couldn't do, they couldn't do anything just because, you know, you just had Hogan and Rock, like, tear down the house. And yeah. So, yeah, like, every once in a while, yes, there's, you know, that type of moment. But um, do you think this is a unific or a winner-take-all situation with Rock and Roman? I feel like they'll just keep the two titles. So that way, Greg, if they need to get the title off 
like if they need one title off that guy, like then you could still have him lose one of the titles and be on the other brand. Like Becky, like Becky had, you know, two belts and then she could lose one, but still have the other one. And that's what I'm, like you said, I'm kind of scared of that. I think at this rate, we need one champion. We need one, we need one men and women's. And I probably even say tag. (laughs) I'm fine with U.S. and IC title. I think those should be brand specific. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's still, cause if you just have one, IC top, you know, if you have one secondary title, one main title, that's, there's too many guys for that, you know, because you have somebody like Austin theory, who I think would be better suited for a U.S. title run more than an IC, you know, I'm still, I still, I can't get out of my mindset that the IC title is not, <laughs> not in high regard. Like it used to be Craig, you know, I'm still that old, like yeah. it, it means you're going to be the champion next, which it anymore really doesn't. But, um, you know, or I think Seamus, you've never won the IC title. Go win it. Or, you know, Cena. Like, Cena's never won the IC title. Just give it to him. But anyway, so I personally think we're at the point there needs to be one world champion on the men's side and women's side and one, I mean, I hate saying the tag team champions. Because like we said, the tag team titles just every once in a while, like we said, Raw made a few teams feel like they wanted it now smackdown's the opposite where we don't have any like it's just the viking raiders and the usos and you kind of have cope you know you have los lotharios you have kofi and biggie but they don't feel like they're getting in that title picture anytime soon so yeah. yeah what do you think do you think we need one major title as well for the men and women's at least yeah absolutely and especially for um the world title because it feeds into Roman's gimmick um, all the, the way. You know, the I'm the head of the table. I'm putting food on all your tables, not Every just table. Matt down, but Raw too. Yeah. And uh-huh. you know that just feeds the beast as far as you know everything you say and being 100% true. I'm the champion. I'm the face. I'm the number one guy. And as long as there's another champ on the other show, then that takes steam away from what he's saying. So yeah. it's better to just have one champion on the whole main roster instead of yeah. one per brand. So I'm 100% for unifying the belts and having one champion for the men and the women. Because then you can use the contenders matches. You know, if you're having the title defended, well, you, then you still can have two guys in the wing or three guys, you know, whatever, triple threat, fatal four-way. That's going to you know, kick off the next pay-per-view or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm just afraid, Greg, if they do title versus title, they're going to give some out to it. They're going to say, well, he has both titles or they'll just play it up like, oh, well, we didn't mean title for title. <laughs> we just meant, mm-hmm. or they could say champion versus champion. And then that way it's not titles. It's just the better man wins. You know what I mean? Like, you wonder if they'll use that lingo instead of title for title, if they'll use champion versus champion, because in that way, it doesn't even take the titles into consideration. It just takes whoever's the better champion. So that could be a way, you know, but I still think Brock and Roman is, you know, like right now today, Greg, like Brock and Roman is your night two. And I think Charlotte and Ronda's yeah. night one. I just don't know yeah. anything else. You know, I feel bad saying that for Lashley, but like, you know, 
if you had to pick a champion, like if we had to pick a match for Lashley, that's going to be like high profile, Greg, right now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, who is it? Well, it depends. Where'd, where'd you put Seth? Because Seth that's and Lashley right, yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Um, guess, yeah. But if he's not going to be in the title match, then Seth and Bobby for next man up would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing. Yeah. That's, I guess that's the only thing I can think of. Like, Seth is our fault to like, <laughs> we need a contender. We'll just go to him. So, um, I mean, you know, and I'm still, I'm still holding out hope, Greg, that maybe Seth and KO get the tag team titles, but <laughs> I know <laughs> it's not the best. And that could maybe build up the tag team titles because you have two solid, you know, number two guys. Like you have two hot, you know, like Orton and Riddle, it kind of worked to their favor. So, yeah. um, let's do a couple commercial breaks and then we'll, um, do we want to preview Dynamite, Greg? I also have a, a last call. Which one? Which one do you think? Do you want to pull out the dynamite preview, or do you want to pull out the last call? Uh, we'll do dynamite. Okay, so we'll do a commercial break. Do dynamite preview. Do one more, and then we can do a quick last call. If um, you know, sure. What time did you? You have to be out of here seven thirty. Or seven. Yeah, I'm I'm good for the next. Okay. What is hour. up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at bwsports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself, 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, so here we go. Here's kind of the preview for AW Dynamite. You know what, Greg? I still forget it's on TBS a month into this thing. I got to remind myself <laughs> it's on TV. And remember that Big Bang is on before. I don't have to watch um, the last five minutes of The Accountant for the 100th time. Um, I, I know that by my heart now, that stupid ending of The Accountant. <laughs> so you've yet to see the movie. But anyway, so... Um, all right, I'll let you have it first. What do you think on this preview? Uh, now, obviously, this isn't everything happening. This is their official preview, so, you know, more could happen. But what are you holding out as most exciting to watch tonight, Greg, for this little um, preview? Sammy and Darby, 100%. Um, Makes it a little bit bigger. That's got a uh, that's got a match of the night, you know, five-star uh, potential written all over. Hey, that could be main event tonight. Absolutely, it should be. I mean, looking at the rest of this lineup, it definitely should be the main event. You I know, bet we, start we open off, up with Brian and Lee. Um, I feel like I, I'd Brian's rather see. Home. I would see the inner circle started off. Yeah, and get that over with. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, yeah. That would be good bookends though too, if you had that open. And then it end with Sammy and seeing, you know, if he's officially done with inner, you know, inner circle, which he should be. But yeah. Uh, and then what do we think about CM Punk? He's going to make a match for revolution, right? I would imagine. Right. Um, uh, what, I don't know no. what the rules will be. Maybe submission match. Cause he has the Anaconda mm. vice. 
And I don't know what does that has MJF ever made anybody tap out? Um, I can't remember. I I want to say he made Jericho tap out once. Okay. Um, I'm I'm not a thousand percent sure about it, but I seem to think that he did make him tap that out. Could be. Or pass or um, pass pass out maybe or quit. It's possible. Like, cause was it blood and guts? The um, you, you either submit or well, I guess you submit or pin or um, yeah, on on top of the cage with the arm bar. Yeah. Okay. The other track. Maybe okay. that was. I think that was it. We think this um, is going three matches, right? Yeah. Uh, so I see Punk doing a cage match. Mm, okay. If he's calling his shot, no a cage match would be fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even though people interfere, <laughs> that's always it. Still bogs my mind. No, nobody could get into the cage match, and then every time somebody <laughs> finds their way to get in. So. Yep. Um, what and then Jericho and Hager, like we said, we kind of talked about this last week, or sorry, on Saturday that. Man, this just seems to be done. I just, you know, the inner circle did what they did. Santana Ortiz need to move on. I mean, Hager, I don't know. You know, Hager's going to be the guy that I, you, like you said, I, I don't know if he's made himself better, but, you know, we'll see what he has. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and obviously, Wardlow all the way. We're going to have Wardlow and Keith Lee so far in that, in that revolution match. It, that's going to be some, some hoss fighting. Maybe we should Absolutely. get Parker, get um, uh, Malachi, you know, for some strikes. I'm trying to think of some other hard hitting. But yeah, and that uh, that could be a place for Hager to go because he is he's not going to have a place to go after this match is over. Maybe just do a bunch um, of big horses in there. Why not? Why not? <laughs> so, um, Keep Lee in there is going to be awesome to see. Anyway, so. Um, are we still calling the shot that maybe the now I don't know if the Wardlow turn will happen at Revolution because if you have both those matches, so maybe that's the dynamite after. Do you think that's when the, the face turn happens for Wardlow? Yeah, especially MJF loses, come down, he runs down everybody, including his own team. Yeah. And that could finally be you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back for, for Wardlow. Yeah. Um, so it'd be a good, you know, kickoff per post revolution and resetting the deck um, as it is. So, yeah, I think that that's would be good party planning right there. And I think uh, Thunder Rosa picks up the win over Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes got the upper hand with the lead pipe and, yeah. and now it's payback time. I guess I guess this could open up the night. I mean, sometimes you do open up kind of with those, you know, just hard hitting matchups. Um, but I feel like Brian Danielson has opened up. <laughs> he's opened up quite a few, and you know, and I, I think yeah, he's he fine has. with it. He gets them done for the night and move on. But um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think a pretty loaded show. And you know, do you think there will be a weird vibe to it with the Cody news? Um, it could be. I mean somebody should just get out in front of it and say something about it during the show let them get it out their system as far as the crowd so. that's why i get it out the system do anything um you know and like i was saying 
when we're talking about WWE, MJF be the per- the perfect person to, to do it. Yeah. You know, come out and cut a promo and, you know, take some shots at Cody going out the door. And if he ever comes back, there you have your reentry fuel. So, you know, somebody should get out there and just say something about it and let him get it out of their system so it doesn't take over the rest of the night. Dan Lambert. <laughs> He's probably going to be the one. <laughs> he, hey, it could work. He's been he's been running them down anyway. So you can say exactly. I, I, he goes, I can chase them all. They'll probably get cheered for that. But um, I guess MJF would be odd to me, Greg, because he's been talking about leaving. <laughs> so, so who knows? <laughs> he could be, you know, um, the one to kind of say it. So, all right. So that you know, anything else? I, I mean, like I said, this is kind of what they give us. You know, this is kind of their official preview. So I don't know anything else that's really mm-hmm. scheduled um as far as that's concerned but uh 8 p.m uh on tbs don't be a dummy like me and forget the channel when you go to look <laughs> for it so uh real quick yep. let's do rogue energy and then i got my last call uh for us this week greg and then of course it'll be your call next week so let's do some rogue energy real quick the last call i just kind of had elimination chamber thoughts greg you know what have been maybe some cool moments you've thought about the chamber matches i'll go first so then that way that gives you time to think uh for me it's all about sasha and bailey winning the tag team titles i think that was such a big moment for them and just you know the pure emotion of those and they i mean they all they made the most sense to win it like they've been buying for you know they've been vouching for it so much in the back uh, that's why I kind of like, man, if we could get them against Lita and Trish, that'd be a really fun match. Uh, and then I think I'm I'm all about the gimmicky stuff. Uh, we had the tag team titles defended there once. And was it the U.S. title defended there, I believe? Or IC, whichever one, one of the secondary titles. And I thought that was a pretty fun match. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tag team titles was a lot of fun, too, because you had, you know, like both tag team partners kind of in the pod and one would get out or whatever so um i'm trying i mean obviously it's hard to argue against the first one you know with Shawn michaels winning it and coming back even though greg i always say of all the wardrobe stuff that Shawn michaels has had that was the ugliest outfit he's ever had those brown <laughs> tights with the blue you know hbk logo um you know that that one though I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like they just all kind of ran together. Because that's probably the thing, too. It's probably ran. It's, the Chamber has run out its gimmick. You know, like, like I could still get behind Hell in a Cell for the right feud. But the Chamber, I'm kind of like, eh. 
you know, it just it's run its course, and you know it. And we only need one of them. I feel like if we did one of them, they can let that one really have the moments. You know, with two a night, it's so hard to like outdo each other because you you're thinking about the other one or whatever. So, um, I guess I don't have any like pure standout moments from it. And I even owned the DVD, <laughs> which came out you know years ago, <laughs> and now they had ten more of them. So now that's even outdated. But uh, how about yourself, Greg? You, do you think the gimmick's kind of outlived itself, or what are your thoughts on you know Elimination Chamber as a whole? Well. It has less, a lot of its luster for me, and a big part of it, it is the fact that it's in Saudi Arabia, uh, because some of those huge moments that we're going to get in this match are going to be lost on the Saudi Arabian crowd. Um, you know, if we're still clamoring for Goldberg, you have to wonder how in touch they are. Yeah. Um, I don't know if how uh, time warp their their TV is, but they must be stuck on Nitro because you know they keep wanting goldberg to come back yeah and that, that's kind of spoiling it for me um but there there's some moments that are going to happen in this match that should be much much bigger being held in the states like um imagine if the chamber opens with lesnar and riddle mm-hmm. that moment would be so huge here stateside and in Saudi Arabia, people are going to be just waiting. Not, okay, what are the they going to do? Yeah. Right, right. And it would have the biggest pop here in the States because we all know the backstory. We all know the beef. We all know, um, you know, what's going on with those two. Um, and same thing with, you know, when Lesnar and Lashley finally get in there and face off. Imagine if they were the first two to start. They won't be, but imagine if they were. Um, so there's going to be a lot that's lost in translation, which has been my big issue with the Saudi cards. I mean, I get why you're doing it, but why not do like a glorified house show out there instead of a premium live event and putting a a legit pay-per-view like Elimination Chamber on the road to WrestleMania there. Um, you know, I'm sure you got, you have to put X amount of shows in Saudi Arabia, but all the the big ones you know you you leave here stateside i mean it's like the nfl say we're going to put these playoff games in europe and germany and italy and places where they don't follow football as close as we do you know this it's kind of the same effect you know there's going to be a bunch lost because the crowd is not as hyped into it and we can feel that energy coming through the screen you know it's mm-hmm. when it's uh, it's palpable when you know two guys get in the ring and you know all the history and yeah. we really haven't seen them in the same ring at the same time and you're sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for something to happen and uh you know that's going to be a bunch of lost in translation that being said the the chamber match itself is going to be a banger i'm sure of it um but there those those little moments of what makes it so special and without that crowd reaction uh, it's going to take away from it. And that bums me out for the performers themselves. Everybody who's in that chamber, it bums yeah. me out for them. Um, so I'm going to be excited to watch it and I'll be doing my my part to support it and, you know, cheer them all as much as I can from here. But 
feels you feel like more of a uh, you know six man in the cage uh you know watching it play out because of that audience involvement mm-hmm. so um that's my biggest issue with with the chamber i mean here it, it feels better it feels more uh right but i think this is the last couple of years that they put it in saudi and it's taken a lot off of it for me as far as how special it is and you know feeling that vibration from the crowd and you know it gets me more into it, it makes a more memorable match yeah and I'm sure it makes it more special for the guys themselves and and girls. Um, so that's my big appeal to WWE is is take the premium live events and keep them in the states where they belong and just give Saudi big house shows um, where those this you can play the storylines, but they're kind of inconsequential because they're just another. Uh, piece of the formula that's going to go into the overall picture instead of uh, the big payoff that is going to, you know, reset the deck and tell us who's going to be matched against who going forward. Um, just too much on the line to, to be held overseas. So, you know, nothing against you, Saudi, but, you know, you should, they need to keep those shows here. Um, I'm, you know how I feel about Goldberg. I'm done with him. For some, I don't know why Saudi loves him so much, but it, it seems to be the scene of his biggest failures. I mean, I can't think of one good match Goldberg has had in Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, The Undertaker constantly talks about how much he hated that match. Um, you know, the, him beating The Fiend when The Fiend was at the height of his powers mm. uh, out that, there in yeah. Saudi I like to forget it, that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was brutal. I mean, I mean yeah. nobody was hotter in all of wrestling than The Fiend, and he just goes down easy to Goldberg. I mean, why? Um, I would imagine Bray doesn't ever want to go back there because he had that, he kind of had that horrible match with Seth, too, that they both just, right. you know, just couldn't get going out the gates. So, um, True. It, here's my trivia question for you, Greg, just because I looked it up. Who do you think has the most wins in the chamber match? Do you want me to give you some choices? Most wins. Uh, now, hopefully Wikipedia is right, but. I have to go with uh, Triple H. Correct. And one more. Hmm. He is I don't think not... Brock is bit. Been in He's no name. longer with WWE. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Um. And he won it last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, completely, I completely last forgot. year's chamber. Um, I don't even remember who won last year's chamber. That was Daniel Bryan, because that's when he oh, got okay. the immediate match with Roman right after the chamber. Like Roman okay. was going to face the winner. And a lot of people thought it'd be Jay because Jay would just, you know, lay down for him. Um, but Daniel Bryan won mm. in 2021. He won in 2024. Or no, 2020. Sorry, 2019. Uh, so that <laughs> one was um, the WWE Championship. Uh, that must have been his um, his his uh, 
his earth earth one remember he had the like yeah. made of hemp uh because the right. chamber match was aj styles jeff hardy kofi kingston randy orton and samoa joe and then he also won in um 2012 when he beat big show cody rhodes santino Greg Cully and Wade Barry. <laughs> wow. And then Triple H won. So Triple H has won in 20, or sorry, 2003. Uh, so Triple H defeated Jericho, Goldberg, Kevin Nash, Randy Orton, and Shawn Michaels. So that would have been SummerSlam. And then Triple H also won the vacant one at New Year's Revolution, which was Batista, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Edge, and Orton. And Shawn Michaels was the guest referee. And then Triple H also beat it. Jericho, Jeff Hardy, Bradshaw, Shawn Michaels, and Umaga at No Way Out. Because remember, No Way Out used to be have the chamber matches too. So yeah. Uh, Lashley has won one, in case you forgot about that one. December to Dismember. Because that had the... <laughs> Jeez. They had the weapons. Remember, each person had a weapon with them in the pod. So um, I think Edge has one, two. Edge has a couple wins. Uh, Jack Swagger has a win, Greg, if you if you didn't know that. Holy crap. Because Jack Swagger, won, remember, he was champion, world heavyweight champion. They defeated right. Jericho, Brian, Kane, Mark Henry, and Randy Orton at 2013. So, um, But I was trying to remember, so... The one year I talked about was the 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 IC title. Ryback won that match, Greg. Oh God! And here's who yeah. he beat: Dolph Ziggler, King Barrett, Mark Henry, R Truth, and Sheamus. So, and then we had the Yikes. New Day defeat. Now that now the tag team was really fun because this was uh, the New Day defeating Cesaro and Kid Tyson Kid, Los Matadores. Remember with Diego Fernando, we had the yep. Ascension, we had the Lucha Dragons, and we had primetime players. Because I think that's when Sin Car or like um, uh, Kalisto did the like the Samurai del Sol off the cage. He was like perched up like this. So, um, and I think mm -hmm. they did some moves off the pods. So yeah, but it has kind of lost some of its <laughs> its luster. Um, so yeah. But anyway, so Daniel Bryan and um, and Triple H are the most wins at three. So who would have thought Daniel Bryan? I mean, like you said, Triple H is pretty. <laughs> Any record grade, yeah. I think Triple H is a default. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, so just a little trivia for you guys out there. So, all right. Well, that's all I got. Um, tune in at 12 p.m. I guess we'll kind of talk over the weekend and see if, you know, I, we could probably go live on Sunday. I don't have anything so far. Or I don't know what your Sunday is, but, you know, if we need to go live at noon or 11, we can and kind of recap it and maybe catch up on stuff. I've not, I'll be honest, Craig, I've not watched Vengeance Day yet. Um, I need to get caught up on that. I was out at a, a play last night, so I did not get to see it. Did you watch Vengeance Day? I did. I just finished watching it a few hours ago. So, okay. uh, it was it was decent. No, nothing amazing, but it was decent. And so then, I won't uh, I won't give you more spoilers than that. Yeah, it sounds like NXT Takeover will be WrestleMania weekend, 
Saturday at 11. <laughs> so um, that's going to be early, early, early call time. And like, you know, then you'll still have Mania that night. Um, so that's going to be a lot of wrestling for some people who might see, you know, might go to NXT, then go to WrestleMania, you know, go to um, Mania that night. But Wow, I'm I, surprised I, Vince I, doesn't go the other way and put it on Friday so it runs right against it, right against uh, Rampage. Well, wasn't that just, what the new show is? The NXT level up, I believe, is going to start airing at 10. Because have you seen that? Like some people put out pictures that there's a new show called NXT Level Up. I think that's taking the place of 205 Live. And that will air at 10 p.m. Ah, is what I've seen. Yeah, you may. Yeah, so I, I guess they did. They must not have announced anything for it. But I've seen some pictures show up that there's a new NXT show called Level Up um, with Quinn McKay, who I've seen as a announcer type that she's really trying to get her name out there. Uh, I think she was mm -hmm. with Impact for a little bit. Um, so I think she's kind of involved with that. And then I think it's still Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett, probably for the time being, until they, you know, get whoever. But it sounds like it'll be an hour, like, hour, you know, just maybe 205 Live-ish type show. You know, maybe some, like, some lower guys, like Dante Chen and guys like that, that aren't necessarily on NXT, but are, you know, so. More wrestling for us to catch up on, Greg. You know? Yeah. We might... <laughs> We might have to make that's what we asked for oh. and just like we don't even recap nxt uk <laughs> or impact like i mean yeah right we have the uk is probably the best nxt product there is right now yeah and, we'd have uh, a three hour four hour show if we <laughs> i don't know i kind of like this thing i like this way that we do it you know i don't know i'm we might have to toy around with maybe doing like a wednesday maybe saturday sunday show i don't know that might be yeah. that might break it up a little bit you know i don't know it's just something to toy around with um i don't want to take too much of our lives <laughs> but um <laughs> you know committing to two days you know i think committing to one day is nice because i know that you know that saturday is you know set so uh but just an idea because i do kind of like doing the midday week midweek to kind of get recapped on raw and you know nxt and maybe building up for the week later but might think yeah. something to think about for you know WrestleMania season all that so um but good stuff in the works for you know BW Sports One as always um just go check all their shows I believe right after us is going to be the Dukes of Football I believe or State of Basketball there's one of the two I couldn't remember which one I saw but uh I think it's Dukes of ba Dukes of Football which is catching up on the Super Bowl and the Combine which is a month away I believe or two months away and then free agency is a month away. So, yeah. Because, you know, you know, the NFL doesn't rest. And then I believe there's even <laughs> USFL taking place. Yeah, it's actually going to happen this year. So, and then XFL will be back next year <laughs> with The Rock at the with helm. The Rock is the owner. Yep. Yeah. So. Oh, that'll be interesting. By the way, I saw some hate for The Rock opening up the Super Bowl. And I actually loved it, but that's because I'm a wrestling fan. So anyway. right, I did too. That was very unexpected. I mean, it was, it was football players. There was a couple of football players tweeting out like, they're like, "Why the f is he doing this?" I'm like, "Cause it's the Rock, and you know he can open up anything. Like, <laughs> he could open up the Oscars. You know, like, 
<laughs> he could open right. up any award show and you know get you those goosebumps about it so yeah anyways i know he could put on pads and knock out anybody oh, on the sure. field so why not put that guy he did play <laughs> so he was exactly. he was right behind uh he was on the same team as warren sapp i believe which you know yep at the U. Who knows if he would have, you know, been able to keep his career? Like, who knows what that team could have been like with, you know, the Rock out there and Warren <laughs> Sapp. So, um, alrighty. Well, catch us. Like we said, uh, just keep. We'll keep you guys posted. No show Saturday. Maybe a recap show Sunday. Kind of get caught up on stuff. And uh, we're getting into WrestleMania season. And this Let's Cody, go. Cody. I started to say Cody knows news. Cody Rhodes news is really <laughs> going to be the. You know what's going to happen, Greg? He's going to sign somewhere tomorrow, and then we'll like we'll have to wait to talk about it till until <laughs> Saturday. Anyway, so all right, I'm, I kept scrolling Twitter because you know you know Twitter. We could just break it right now, but come on, Cody, sign. Let us know where you're going to be. So, yeah, something's uh, going to happen. I have feeling too. Yeah, there's too many. There's too many smoke and mirrors. Eh? Eh? Is, is <laughs> and flaming tables. Oh, his song was Smoke and Mirrors. Ah, uh, that's his right. Yep. Song. Yeah, I can't. I can't I forget about that. But that was one of my favorite ones. Um, anyways, so uh, that, there's a good topic. One of the best entrance themes. We could definitely tackle that one week. So, um, oh, alrighty. Well, have a good rest of your night, Greg, and we'll talk to you next week or talk to you Sunday. Talk to you next week. All right, I'll be around Sunday if you want to do that recap and. Looking forward to some fun stuff. So, yeah, we'll go until I see you. See ya.